Hello, and welcome to another episode of Gamers Assemble, the queer gaming podcast you did not ask for, did not really know you needed, but we're here, still nearly a year later doing this shit. Most weeks, live in your living room, your bedroom, your bathroom, wherever you choose to watch or listen to us, because we're feeling right sexy tonight. Joining me tonight, oh my god, that's... Such a lesbian thing to do, that, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Joining me. Oh, please do that again. Can I take a picture of that? <laughs> I love her pictures. <laughs> yeah, but guys. Oh my God, that's in the bank. <laughs> right. <laughs> Joining me tonight. <laughs> Sorry, I'm gone. Did I make you pregnant? Yeah, I think I'm pregnant. Clyde, quick, come and take over. <laughs> <laughs> the controls started. <laughs> I felt like that today. I never woke up super hungover. Anyway, before we go into tangent, let's let's introduce everybody. <laughs> Joining me tonight on our wonderful journey into all things gamer related is she's a wrestling griefer, luscious lesbian. It's the beautiful. Dotted Llama! That's me! Llama! Slayer of trees. Slayer of trees. And I cut my tomato plant in half. Slayer of tomato plants this week. I'm going to guess that wasn't on purpose. It was not on purpose. I was so mad. Oh no. Oh no. I just, whenever you said Slayer, I went to the actual band in my brain, which is very different type of Slayer. Yes. Different type of slayer, yeah. They are a really good band. I went to Buffet. Of course you did. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, he's our resident brilliant techno mage. It's the Beardy Gamer. Hello. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Any funny anecdotes to share, Beardy, in your intro? I threw up in a sink. (laughs) <laughs> was the could you not make it to the toilet nope you just was have to like pink? mush it down the drain it's no. never a good look was oh. it was it pink oh no, no. you had to scoop oh oh, oh my you know, god I'll wait me for a little, a little. okay okay so <laughs> he's a resident dungeon master insert whip noise <laughs> <laughs> and absolutely bodacious, it's bot. Yo, how's it going? <laughs> so, my own throw-up anecdote, just to you know, help Beardy not feel too bad. There was uh, I remember in my youth, I was drinking with some friends, and uh, I made the mistake of eating an entire bag of Skittles. Like I'm talking the shareable size bag of Skittles. And I will tell you, alcohol and a whole bag of Skittles does not mix. And I remember, and uh, it came up as a giant slug of Skittle. Oh. And it was the worst. I mean, like, this was 15, 20 years ago, and it is still emblazoned in my head as one of the worst alcohol-related experiences of my life. But did like, it I was picturing, like, a fun Fetty. But you know, it wasn't bad. Yeah. I mean, like, it was way better than, like, if you're eating, like, Mexican food or, like, you know, Thai food or something, and then you, you know, that burns. You don't Talk want about fucking tasting the rainbow. Mm. Wow. Bill and, 
Double take, as always. <laughs> I Starting this show off right. I know, it's good. I love our chats. So there's going to be some digressions tonight. I can tell from the group chat today. And <laughs> as always, I'm your friendly neighborhood Tigger swinging by some random bouncy, shit. Bouncy and bouncy on my Spider-Man web. Thirst trap extraordinaire. Thirst trap extraordinaire. I do not post thirst traps. It's just I'm really, I really need water all the time. <laughs> to be fair, yesterday, my friend, we went for a walk and he was sat outside mine and we were having a, a glass of um, Coke Zero. Other drinks are available. And uh, that was fine. He was going to go, but his dog was there and he had like a lot this little dog thing, you know, like a travel, a travel water Watering thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. Fine. So I'm just sat there absentmindedly, like just sort of staring like, I'm like, oh yeah, you're going to, to, to. did not pay attention to what he was doing. Next thing was, he was bent down beside me, just right in the fucking face with all the water and everything. All the water was there. I was drenched. I was like, oh my God, you fucking bitch. Can't believe you did that. He goes, you're not mad, are you? I was like, no, I've known you for 16 years. I just think it's really funny. How did I not see that coming? <laughs> Shit bag. <laughs> I've thought of the perfect analogy for you. What? You're a cactus. Like, cactus look a bit dry, look a bit thirsty. When you take pictures of them, but you know that they're full of liquids. A little bit spiny. Yeah. Some of them have got a, a, some big pricks on them, you know. Let me, uh, <laughs> let me hydrate you. Right, before we go down this absolute XXX tangent and get kicked off Twitch for the rest of our Hello, lives. Hello, Vera. feel a bit ill. Hello, Vera. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Lama. If we get kicked <laughs> off of Twitch, we're going to have to start streaming on Pornhub. Well, I think we should. Why not? I mean, did you see the 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 thing where somebody was streaming on Pornhub because they got kicked off of Twitch or something? I don't know which one it was. Was that the girl that she had a top malfunction? Uh, I don't know. I, I just remember seeing something on a social media platform somewhere. I felt really sorry for her because it really wasn't her fault. Like the boob just. I had a mind of its own and it came out. As they as they do. Hello. And then she was oh. <laughs> she was banned, but you could see she was mortified. Like that's the thing. Like you you can tell whenever that, that was just pure accident. Oh, I felt so sorry for her. Uh, anyway, don't get but, me started on boy nipples versus girl nipples and how the patriarchy tries to keep our nipples down. Lama, you also, can get them out. Give us pockets. You can get no them out. Pockets. Anytime, because I love boobs. I may be a gay man, but I absolutely love boobs. So. I, I'm really upset that I have to wear a bra sometimes. Well, don't. I don't really. I've, I've started angling my camera at work so that you can't tell I'm not wearing a bra. Oh, really? Very liberating, yeah, because it's I, fucking hot, man. It's I hot. benefits of living, uh, from working at home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want to wear a bra. Let's do some housekeeping, shall we? <clears throat> okay, so Dungeons and Dragons, we were having a wee chat about it earlier. We'll be coming to you soon. We put it in hold because of some scheduling issues. So we are getting them resolved and it will be coming soon. Yes. And I'm getting a Scooby Doo. We'll be doing a little bit of uh, revamping because the campaign's going to be geared a little bit more towards just you and um, Llama and. Uh, 
I'm uh, thinking about throwing in maybe a little friend for you guys, and uh, we'll kind of we'll be back for round two after a little bit of uh, refurbishing to the campaign. Can we please have like sex demons as well that we have to defeat? Oh, I am not. I am not helping you defeat a sex demon. Yeah, I should. Not, should. I'd love that. No. <laughs> no. Only because you know that the only way to defeat it would be to sleep with it. And that's the only yeah. reason Tiggs wants the sex demon. Exactly. You know, I'm going to let it rail you into oblivion and just be like, bye. <laughs> Tiggs, is a, uh, Tiggs is playing a wizard, and one of the spells to get at higher levels is summon greater demon. So if he decides to uh, do that, well, you, you know what kind of demon's coming. Incubus, absolutely. You have right. a special <laughs> ability known as the wizard sleeve. I do not have that ability. Like Thank you ass. very much. It's all very. I'm tight. gonna drop cows on you. I learned it on TikTok. Did you? Oh my god, that thing you sent on TikTok is amazing. So, anybody Sorry. that's not seen this, we've digressed now. Too late. <laughs> We're down the road. So, anybody that hasn't seen this, please go on my Twitter and find Friday because Llama sent me. And the rest of us, quite possibly the coolest thing I think I've ever seen, and it's the girl that does Lady D from Resident Evil 8 saying gay rights. And oh, yeah. it was fantastic. Like, I had a neurogasm sat on my sofa <laughs> that morning. I was like, this is the fucking coolest thing I'm sharing it everywhere. It was I like it when she goes, that's the claws coming out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was so brilliant. <laughs> it was so cool. So cool. Uh, right, okay, well, what other, what other uh, housekeeping? This is very professional tonight. Uh, I'm doing oh, a great job. Uh, professionality. Uh, okay, so Beardy's News Roundup is on hold. We're just folding it in, really. Um, fold it in. Fold it in. Fold it in. How do you fold it in? <laughs> oh, my God, I love it. Uh, we don't know what next week's topic is yet because we'll probably decide five hours before we go live. Um, if you have any suggestions... What do you want to see? It's Pride Month. We're here for your entertainment. Let us know. We want to know what you want us to discuss. And I think that is the news round. Or not the news round update. The news roundup doesn't exist anymore, Tiggs. <laughs> the housekeeping. Oh my God. You can tell I had bloody. Oh my God. Like your Look, it's last hot. night. We're a little hungover. The sun's out. That doesn't happen very often in the UK. It really doesn't. Like, it's... I'm wearing a top. Like, I've not worn a He's shirt. He's got clothes on. Last week. He hasn't been wearing really clothes hot. for a while. I can't take it off. <laughs> we'll get banned. Switch. I can't take it off. We'll get banned. Um. Right. Okay. Good. So, we're on to the main topic now. What is are the we? main topic? We haven't the even main... said. What's the, the episode? Topic. Where the fuck are we? <laughs> so. <laughs> that's Where what i was asking I? last night what am i <laughs> why am I? I who is she where does she come from okay oh, so i don't know if you know but it's pride month this month hence batman and superman kissing this needs to happen and that's so sweet guys i love you superman right. would destroy him batman would no superman would destroy him one Thursday. Batman with a kryptonite condom. Ew. Oh, God. Right, okay. <laughs> right, so it's Pride Month this month. <laughs> don't, don't gross out the lesbian. 
I just picture him like exploding from the inside out. I'm just well, cool. somebody would be exploding in that situation. Stop, 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 stop. Right, we're stopping, we're stopping. That's it. I think I feel like there's a lot of pent up sexual energy in today's podcast. Because oh, it's I, too hot. It's, it is too hot. I swear this heat is putting me in heat. I need to be put down. Can someone just come and give me the anti-Viagra? I thought you said, I swear to God, this seat. <laughs> and I'm like... Maybe, Ass blaster 5,000. Maybe just stand up. Like, if, if being in any kind of squatted position is sending you a bit sideways, like, just, just stand. Oh, it's not sideways. It's sending me up. Right. Okay. So... As it's Pride Month, we're going to do a very special episode called What Have You Done Today to Make You Feel Proud? So those gaming achievements that you've had that you've been very proud of or a moment that you've experienced in the game that's made you feel proud of yourself or of being on the story. There we go. So shall we kick off? Shall we kick off the bot? Yeah, but so there's going to be three each. Just do right. one at a time. There's no, right. there's no, there's no order. <laughs> Quick, make up the rules. Yeah, I forgot. To, I forgot to put the rules in the show notes. I just looked at that. Let's just use Lama's <laughs> point system. Oh, yeah. I, I've never done points, so maybe I will do points. If you impress me, you'll get points. All right. Nice. All right. So, my one of my favorite gaming experiences um, was back when I used to work at a mall back in my teenage early 20 years um we had this arcade in the mall and uh back when you know arcades were still fairly popular and they had a game there that i loved which i don't know if anybody here has played it's called hydro thunder anybody hear that one it's an older game um I've they seen had it on a, the bathroom stalls with tiggs's number underneath it but i've never heard of that game it sounds a bit dirty oh my <laughs> god bring in the thunder there um, so Hydro Thunder was a boat racing game and you could find it was on the systems. I think it was on Dreamcast uh, and maybe one other system back in the day. But it was I always played it in the uh, in the arcade. And it was one of those arcade games where you had two seats next to each other. So you played against computers and you played against someone else like the yes, racing. I know, I know this game. I do know this game. OK, so you got to pick a boat and they were all like these speed boats and some were cool. And if you got you know really good at the game, you could unlock. In fact, if I remember correctly, you could put in like a, a code and it would bring up your little profile that they stored in the game. Oh, that's cool. And so the arcade ran a tournament for the game and it was a double elimination racing tournament for it. And I signed up for it and I did like a, I won my first race or two in it and then I lost one of them and I was sitting there waiting um, to see if I was going to win or lose my next match. Well, the other guy, he won both of his. He was two wins and it came out at the end of the tournament. It was me with one win, one loss and him with two wins. So I had to beat him twice to be able to actually win the tournament. The first time. Um, no. Yeah. The first time. uh I beat him and was able to get one of him to have a loss. And then we had went into the elimination round. So whoever won the next one uh, was going to win the tournament. And so this game had shortcuts you could take, but they would only open up certain times. So like the little mountain pass would open up and you could get your boat in there. But if it wasn't the right timing, you would miss the little shortcut. And so we were playing and I was I decided for that particular race to pick one of the boats that's really uncontrollable, but had a lot of speed to it. 
um, we were playing the race and he was ahead of me almost the entire race. And the whole, like all the other players that weren't playing anymore were all behind us, cheering us on and everything like that. And we're racing the race and such. And he was ahead. And then he went right past one of the shortcuts when it was closed. And as I was coming up behind, the shortcut opened up and I raced down it. I hit all of the turbo boost that I had saved up for the whole race. I went flying down the shortcut and the shortcut comes out at the top and you like hit the water. I literally came out of the water. The back end of my boat hit his boat and I zipped right across the finish line. Oh, <laughs> Everybody was like, oh my God, and they were screaming because it was literally when, when you went across the finish line, it shows the times. Mm-hmm. I was about half of a second ahead of him. Oh, and, I him. and I got like a t-shirt and I got like 50 bucks of like tokens for the arcade and stuff like that. And it was one of my best gamer moments. It was one of those where you just pulled it off in like the clutch moment at the end. And he was really cool about it. He shook my hand. He was like, that was a really uh, good way to win at the end. He's like, you got me. And it was just great. It was one of those feel good gamer moments. And um, I love that game to this day. And it was just a, a good time. That That's is my amazing bot. That is such a fun. cool story. I didn't mean to land on his boat. It just happened that way because I just shot out and my boat just landed right on the front of his and it just dipped him down in the water and I just zipped right across the finish line and I stole it from him in like the last second of the race. It's like something you'd see in a film or something, isn't it? Oh, I love that. 100 points. That's a good one. 100 good. points. <laughs> I like that one. I like that one. I think that's yeah. one. Actually, we should just end the show now. That's <laughs> fine. That's one. See you next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> no, bounce, bounce. Right, okay, shall we go to Beardy Gamer? I mean, mine What's are all pretty one? fucking shit now compared to that. That was awesome. Yeah, mine's are. So the first one I'm going to go with is back in the day playing Destiny. So, oh, God, yeah. Ooh. I used to love playing Destiny, and I still do every now and again. Um, but... Anybody that knows me knows that I'm not massive on multiplayer games and I don't really like PvP or anything like that because I'm just never normally good enough or I don't have the time to like invest to make myself good enough or anything like that. I'm too like busy playing other games or go backlog. It's like 700 games big now. Um, <laughs> but I was playing through Destiny and we was doing some of the raids and stuff and they'll do like where they team you up with people randomly. It's like a fire team or whatever you go in. And for the first time, I have it saved on a screenshot somewhere. I won top rank on this raid for everything. The most kills, most headshots, yes. most every, like every single like section of it. When you go to the end of the screen, it'll break down like the different parts. And stuff. That's it. <laughs> Excellent. Yay, proud me. What Yay. rank was it? Those are, those are good moments, though. Yeah. Those like, are good you, moments. Did you carry your whole team or was it just like a one-on-one thing? It was so it was like a team thing. Um, th- I mean, the other people that I was playing with were really good, but it was just I just managed to get the most kills, the most headshots. That like you know, you gather points and stuff for every mm-hmm. shoot. They hit. Just everything that was like graded, I got the top mark on it. It's never happened before, and that was that's awesome. That's really good, especially if you're not like dead. And like, if if that game is the only thing that game that you play, and you're like, need to be the best. Like, that's fucking awesome. That is a really good achievement if you play lots of different things at the same time. Yeah, I could never do anything like that. I mean, you, anybody that's watched my Twitch sees 
how good I am. Well, to be Thank fair, you. I was gonna I was gonna message you. I, I don't know if you've seen on PlayStation Plus. There's like a co-op spy game that's just come to PlayStation Plus. It's a PS5 game, Ooh. and it's like one of us plays as a spy and one of us plays as a hacker, and we have to like just two player co-op, and you have to talk each other through what you're doing to try and solve the puzzles and stuff to win mission. I'm down for that. Yeah, get it downloaded, and we'll uh, play whenever I have five minutes to actually. Play. Okay, sounds good. Yep, I'll download it. Yes, sir. Okay, and Lama? Well, mine is, mine is also a Destiny one, my first one. So mine is um, back in Destiny 1, and when they did, um, when they do the big raids, so like the ones where they don't, um, they don't match you up with randos, you have to form your own team and like yeah. do like the big proper ones. And I was running with a, a group of guys at that time. Uh, and they were... <laughs> right, so I have to explain what we were called. Right, oh, so God. we... There's a, there's a gun in the game. It's a, it's a rocket launcher, heat-seeking missile launcher um, called Gallahorn. And it was like the top-tier rocket launcher at the time. Um, and for anyone... This is also relevant. For anyone in the UK, you might know uh, a singer from back in the day called Gary Glimmer, who <laughs> got in trouble for being um, a bit of a bad guy, uh, fiddling children. Uh, we don't like Gary Glimmer. Uh, he, we did. So we had a really inappropriate clan name called Galley Glimmer. Oh uh, no! Which was a play on the words. We never got reported for having this name. So our clan was Galley Glimmer, um, and we were we so the the Galley Glimmer horns were were doing this raid, and we were having an amazing time. Um, but we thought this we thought this raid was going to be like two hours. It was the first uh, time we'd attempted a raid, right? Uh huh. Six hours later. Oh, we yeah. finally got to Crota and we hadn't because the raid had only just come out. So we there wasn't like a guide online. There wasn't like a this is how you do it. This is how you do it. It wasn't like a that. There wasn't like a that. Uh, so we were just sort of having to figure this shit out as we go. Um, and we were definitely not one of those like first to complete teams. Like we were just fucking about. We were all a little bit drunk um, as well. And we're sort of figuring it out. And just by the time we finished it, my wife's like, are you still fucking on this game? I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. We're figuring it out. And we finally, finally killed Crota, like hit him with the last fucking swipe of the sword because you have to like kill the knights and then steal their sword and then run over there. And like everyone's hitting them with their galahorns and then you got to swipe them with your fucking sword. And then he stands back up and there's like this whole, you got to figure out all the mechanics. And we finally killed him and he goes down. And we all just stand there and we're like, fuck, we fucking did it, guys. That's awesome. Jesus fucking, like six hours worth of work and quite a few beers into it. And you're just like, fuck, man. And it's just that feeling of like, that's awesome. Uh, it was quite, it, it, we just, you felt really proud of like this band of fucking idiots. Like, we did it. <laughs> we did it. Yay. That's uh, so awesome. And, you know, and eventually, you know, Destiny 2 came out and we all went on with our lives and did other things and the, the galley glimmer horns. <laughs> we eventually, you know, we changed our name and went on to 
just, we don't play together much anymore. And it wasn't a completely inappropriate clan name anyway. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> inappropriate. I love that clan name. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So that was, that's the first one. That was the, the Destiny Crota, Crota's End raid. Uh, but I can't don't believe worry, that, that fucker you... comes back like eight times. So we don't I, really I, I can't it, believe that you fucking can shoot accurately whenever you've got beers in. I can't shoot accurately whenever I've got no, no beers in. Never mind that beers. Is, that's the absolute perfection of the Galahorn is it's heat seeking. All you got to do is jump up and be like, wait for the beep and then foof, and it just goes whoosh. And oh, hits him in the face. Awesome. That's why everybody loves Galahorn. Oh, that's brilliant. That's what cool. I love that. On a Gallagher. side tangent to Destiny, I remember we, we played Destiny 2 with a couple of guys from work. Um, and we were doing this like raid thing. And I can't, I can't remember what it's called, where it's from. It's Destiny 2, and it's like the Glimmer World or whatever. The Glimmer World or the Dream World or. Oh, where the, um, the Awoken are from. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that one. Like the um, the Awoken Tower, whatever yeah. it is. And then there's that one where there's like the big sh ship that's kind of like eating the planet. It's got the uh, Cabal guy on there, I think it is. Oh, I like the Cabal. I like yeah. punching them in the face. Yeah, me too. Anywho, so this raid thing that you can do with it, and to get to where you need to be, you have to do like platforming section. You have to like jump on a thing and it will raise the platform in front and then another person has to jump on that one to pull the next one up. Kind of like keep doing that. We spent three, three and a half hours trying to do this like platforming thing because every time we like try to jump to the next one, like it just was collapsing like before we could get to it. It was just too far away or what. I hate jumping puzzles. Yeah, I hate jumping puzzles. I then realized mm. the reason that we couldn't do it is because there was only three of us players. Yeah, some of the raids you need you need a full six person team yeah. to do it. Or there's some cheeses you can get or you can do to but you have to be like a warlock, special subclass in order to do it. And with a special like sword, I was about to say knife. You <laughs> do a special sword like and a special subclass equipped and then you can like cheese it to get across. But yeah. I'm a hunter main. Like yeah. I I'm never gonna get it. <laughs> I was so annoyed, but like, we, were, we were absolutely howling because we literally spent all this time like jumping around trying to get across, <laughs> to then realize there's just physically not enough of us to do it. Brilliant, brilliant! Can't believe we spent three hours doing that. That's amazing. Um, your turn. Okay, my my first one. <clears throat> um. Okay, we'll go for the serious one first. The rest of them are quite lighthearted. This one's a bit serious. So, I'm going to say two words, and you're all going to roll your eyes. Kingdom Hearts. Oh. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> the first time I played Kingdom Hearts, I hated it. <laughs> really? Oh, wait. oh, yeah. I fucking okay. hated it. Because... I was expecting Final Fantasy style battle system, and what they've done is made this like sort of Zelda-esque battle system, and I didn't like it. And I was like, no, this isn't for me. This is way back whenever I was maybe 16, 17, I got it. And then 
met my first boyfriend. He really loved Kingdom Hearts. He was like, no, you need to play it. You're going to love it. So started playing again. He watched and he egged me on a bit. Uh, and I was like, right. And the more and more I got into the story, the more I started falling in love with the characters. And like, you can see through as an adult, a kid could play that game. Like someone in the early 10 years as it's rated, um, can play that game and not get any of the serious undertones, but an adult plays it and you see these kids are battling with like a lot of very serious things that are going on in their lives and it's happening to children. Like it's just amazing. So whenever I completed that game, I was felt really super proud. But the series in general over the years is something that I'm very proud that I experienced because I have some mental health challenges like depression and anxiety and stuff. And whenever I was a kid, those things were very strong. Um, and I don't know if you, sometimes people will pick up on it, but whenever I talk about how I see the world, like I talk about all of our hearts being connected and all of this stuff, because Kingdom Hearts took what I sort of thought about how life works and sort of put it into words for me. And if it was oh, never awesome. for that game series, I would never be able to articulate how I feel about us as human beings and how we're interconnected. And, you know, there's, you know, no one's ever alone. And mm. sometimes it feels, and sometimes it can feel like you're sitting in the dark alone. And it's just how I explain everything, every, all of those things and how I put all of that together comes from the experience that I had playing that game series. And it was just, I, I'm just so proud that I actually, I, I, I'm really thankful to him for pushing me mm. to do it uh, again. And it's just, I, I just think it's phenomenal. And if you are someone that has uh, sort of mental health challenges, like it's a good game series to play because there's a lot of like metaphors in there for all that sort of stuff. So it's really, really nice. So yeah, that's my that's first awesome. one. I think it's awesome. Yeah. I think everybody needs to find their own way to like understand the world and see game can do that's amazing because so many people's lives are shaped by tvs and films and comic books and reading reading, oh, for sure. reading books or anything else with a book <laughs> you know what i mean I like just yeah the stro stroking books like um and that everything every experience you have from the people you talk to as you're walking down the street to the people you work with on screen to the characters that you play in a video game all have little things that push our personalities and mold us as humans so like it's something a one thing a way of clarity for your own vision of the world is i think that's awesome it's amazing this is why i harp on about kingdom hearts all the time i'm really sorry but i just love it i think it's great what it's, they've I done still there think is... it's shit but you know <laughs> yeah oh well fine. <laughs> it's super complicated but then Anxiety keeps your brain going. If you're an anxious person, you'd be like, oh, I'm trying to get this. It's like 20 coffees. Um, Video games are a legitimate form of storytelling, aren't they? And humans, our brains are primed for storytelling. That's what we were fucking born to do. Absolutely. And video games are just the newest way of us doing that. It's a way of bringing visual and sound and... I was about to say audio, but that's fucking sound. I haven't had a lot of that. <laughs> but it's a way of bringing it all together in a new media. 
And it's just it's just our brains carrying on the same tradition that we fucking evolved to do from the beginning. Well, this is it. And I think that games, like back when I was in college, I did like uh, drama and performing arts. And we had no. like a dissertation sort of piece. <laughs> we had a dissertation piece to do at the end. And I did mine back in 2000, was it 2000 or 2001? Around that time on how video games uh, were video games the films of the future. Uh, and I had, there was a mixed age range in her class uh, at the time. There was a girl in her thirties there as well. She was amazing. I loved her. And um, she was like, oh, you come in there. And I, I was like, what the fuck is this all about? And she goes, after your presentation and your, everything that you've done and your video that you played, I totally get it. Mm. She goes, I get it. And I was, she goes, I thought I wasn't going to like this, but I, told, I can see how that's going to happen. And now look, we've got, we've got loads of actors that are doing voices for games. Like it, the, I've actors been to, that are in games now. Yeah. Yeah. It's a phenomenal. I've been to a few orchestra concerts, uh, like Fan Fancy, Kingdom Hearts and Zelda, my holy trinity. And um, they, they were phenomenal. Like mm. really moving. Like I was in tears. Everyone, <laughs> it was just fantastic. Games, um, gaming is an amazing medium to tell a story, and I don't think there's any other medium where you end up becoming so involved with a character because you play as that character. So yeah, I think there's something my... so tactile about games. I mean, yes, tactile because you physically got the controller and you're controlling what that character's doing. But in terms of like the way that you connect with them, like you spend it with a film or something, it's what an hour and a half, two hours maybe. Could be up to eight to ten hours if it's a trilogy or like a long rolling set of films or something. But the majority of single player experiences or narrative driven games you're talking like 30 40 50 hours up to 80 plus hours depending on like for how one big. playthrough yeah. for one yeah. game like and you spend all this time with those characters and you develop feelings for these people uh, you can make emotional connections like you know uh, one of the games i'm talking i'm going to talk about later had me in tears like when a certain thing happened in it and it's like films and stuff do that but this this is like an emotional connection that really gut punches you because you've spent so oh, much yeah. time with that person. Like in a film, something happens, you get sad because the theme is sad. Whereas mm -hmm. like in video games, when somebody dies and you're sad, it's sad because you've spent the last 30 hours around this person, understanding their person, knowing their backstory, knowing who they are, what they're about and everything else. And then they die and then you're like, wow. No. No, like how you. many how many hours have you spent in skyrim you know or games like that like i've been playing that game for how many fucking years 20 years that fucking game's been out like you keep replaying those games because you love the worlds you love the people like you get so invested in these stories in these you know narratives and these story beats because they're fucking good they are amazing like you get oh. you get into them so yeah, I totally get it. As a medium, I mean, you get so much more involved with it than you do with like a book or a movie or a TV show, you know? Like, I know when I read a book, I definitely like feel in the world as, a, you know, depending on how a person's imagination is. But with a video game, you're, you're actually, your choices drive the story and the narrative. And that changes so much about it. And I think that's one of the reasons why 
gamers will get so upset when one of their favorite franchises are done poorly by the gaming mm-hmm. studio. You know, because like when they do a bad book to TV or a ba- uh, book to movie kind of situation, it's like, eh, whatever. I can move on. Not a big deal. But when a studio screws up one of your favorite franchises, <clears throat> Mass Effect. Um, oh, and control. I mean, that's the kind of thing that will like really upset a person because they're you're, they're ruining a world that they had had so much joy in. And, you know, it's like if. So if they came out with a Kingdom Hearts and just absolutely sucked at it, I know that Tiggs would be like, well, this sucks. Like, this isn't, this makes me upset. It would you be know? social media blackout. You wouldn't mm-hmm. hear from me. I'd just be sitting there going. I know. I know. I'm going so slowly through Mass Effect at the minute because I don't want to have to get to the end and choose from those three fucking endings again. <laughs> I'm still not even, I've done every, surprise, surprise, every fucking side quest. And now I just have the main missions to do in the first one. I'm still on the first one. I mean, seriously. (laughs) Like those memes where you do all the side quests and you start the main quest and you're already like beefy and strong. It's like, it's amazing. I love doing that. Mm -hmm. Overpowered. Uh, Just a couple of shout outs to peeps. Uh, So, Crapmo, yes, you are proud you got a haircut for the first time in months. Fuck you, anxiety. Yes. 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 I hope it's an amazing haircut, too. I bet it's awesome. Yeah, post a pic in the Gamers Assembly, if you're comfortable with that, on Twitter. And I've got another one that came from Twitter today. One sec, let me just grab that. Did you see Did you see a, a, a hairdressing witch? I did the other an amazing witch. Did you get your perm? No, I've not been back. I've, listen, I've not done anything but work for the last two weeks. Like, <laughs> poor beauty, poor beauty. Um, and we've got Daniel Evans on Twitter. Proudest gamer moment is getting top marks in Dance Dance Revolution in his youth. Oh yeah, nice. fucking nice, isn't it? Yes. Oh, I'm it's really hard. I am shit no about coordination. The game. Mm-mm. Yeah, when a game requires me to be physically fit enough to play the game, it's like, mm. <laughs> You see that TikTok challenge? It's like white girls dancing. That is me. Like, it's just terrible. It's, and when they're like all these dance games, like, it's just don't, don't make see, me do that. I'm not Nobody wants the to ones see where that. it uses the camera. I'm all right at them, but if it has to, or like Bust a Groove where you use your control pad, but the ones where you have to step. Dance, and I used to do mats. dance. I used to love dance mats. I can't. I, I oh used to God, cheat on I'm those awful. and like get next to them and just hit them with my hands. Oh, fucking brilliant. Oh, that. Brilliant. <laughs> so, round one's done. Let's go for round two. But, Hennis. Well, I would say my round two pick would be an old game that I used to enjoy playing back when the town that I kind of grew up in had an internet cafe. So a lot of people didn't have like great gaming computers and good high speed Internet wasn't like super common at that point. So Internet cafes were great, especially when you grew up in a kind of household where you're happy to get out of the house for a while. Um, And so I used to play a game called Unreal Tournament, which was super super fun. Yes, Yes, Unreal Tournament. Yeah, I used to actually play it with this guy right here, Slots. He is behind me over here. Yep, there he is. And uh, we used to have a blast. We'd go there, we'd get some great food, we would sit around on the computers, and they were all tuned up to be able to be as you know good as they could be at that time, and we'd play Unreal Tournament. We'd play with friends, we'd play with random people that would come in. And I, it's, it's kind of a, a basic moment, but I used to play 
So you had these different weapons you can get, and you either had like your standard sniper rifle you could do, but one of the weapons that I always enjoyed was there was a rocket launcher that you could actually then go first person on the missile, and you could guide the missile through the different area, like yes. with a camera on the missile. Yes. And so another item that the always had was you had these discs that you could throw out that when it threw the disc, you would teleport to the disc. Like it was a, a thing where you could get into like hard to reach places and such. And there was this one map where it was a big construction building and then there was cranes out on the outside of the map area. I found a way to get the disc to teleport me to the crane. And for the first couple minutes of the match, I would teleport up the crane and I would sit up on the top of the crane um, on the edge of it. And I would sit there with the rocket launcher and I would shoot off that rocket and I would just guide it all the way through the building and just hit my friends right in the face with it. <laughs> and oh my could, God. It would be hilarious because when you're in this internet cafe, it's like, you know, land party style with your friends. And it would be like, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. Damn it, bot! You know, <laughs> and like you just switch into them and you see the score kill count come up and then it'd just be like, where is he? And for the longest time, I would always like anytime I knew they were looking for me, I'd put my camera down so they couldn't see where I was at. They couldn't like come over and they tried to look over on my map and see where I was. And um, for the longest time, it was weeks before they figured out I was on top of the crane. And uh, it was just it was just hilarious. It was just trolling your friends, trolling random customers that would come in. And uh, it was just such a great time. I really missed that game. It was such a uh, a fun game to play with friends. And uh I don't know. I'd love to to play it again, but that was one of my favorite gamer moments. I remember it was just sitting with people, you know, wasn't old enough to drink any alcohol yet. So it was pretty much just soda and coffee or whatever the cafe had. But uh, now that cafe is a like religious, like Bible study kind of building now. Oh, what a real tournament. (laughs) A real tournament. Yeah. Yeah. I remember land parties. I used to fucking love them. I remember we used to turn up at like my my friend's house, and we'd all have like, well, we when we do we went from land parties to like Xbox One, like the original Xbox land parties, and we'd turn up with like our own little TVs and our Xboxes and our little Cat Five cables, and we'd like connect everything up, and then we'd we'd be sat there with like bits of cardboard taped to our TV, so nobody could see what Mm. we were doing on our screens, and we'd be playing. Fucking loved that man. Top nerds. Yes. Side side uh, quest side game for that same internet cafe is I used to play Command and Conquer there. Mm. Oh, I love. Awesome game. And uh, my favorite was Red Alert. Best one uh, yeah. for the Command and Conquers. I We played LAN parties for that, too, there. And so that was so much fun. And I remember one particular one. I was playing as the Allied Forces, which gets these things called gap generators, which would make uh, the fog of war on the map where you couldn't actually see so where yeah. the person was. And I had holed myself up in a corner of the map, and I put gap generators all around my base, and I had a bunch of defenses. The rest of the like four or five people playing on the map kept trying to get into my base and they kept dying right away. So they just said, eh, I'm not going to do that. So they started going after the other weaker members uh, that had like less resources and such. Uh-huh. At the end of the game, I had been building up slowly the Navy and uh, in the game, the uh, the, the water based uh, Navy. And I came out of the gap generator on both sides of the map with just giant forces of Navy and just went around the whole map and destroyed everybody in the span of about five minutes. And oh my God, uh, that's amazing. that was the last time they played where they let me just build up the whole game. So, <laughs> wow. 
I used to like doing, uh, was it Age of Empires? Where you had the shamans that would go around and they would turn the other people to your your team. Uh, but I only liked them because they would go around and they'd go, and I just loved yeah, the noise cool. they would make. So I made that one of my alerts on my phone. So every once in a while, my phone will go, and my wife's like, who are you turning? That is brilliant. That is absolutely brilliant. I, but listening to your stories is making me realize exactly how shit I am at video games. Why? Oh. I am also a ton of games, so don't feel bad. I just don't talk about the games I'm crappy at. <laughs> I used to love Unreal Tournament. I used to love Quake. Mm. Oh, yes! Yes, Quake. Quake. Yep. Yes, Quake. And Final um, Conquer, I used to do a similar thing to you, but I would do... The, like where they normally start you off on the map or whatever, that would be my base. And then I'd go off somewhere else and build a secondary base. But then I'd make them think that when they came in and kind of killed everybody main base, that I was gone. And then I'd come fighting back later on. You're so sneaky, you. You're so sneaky. Tactics, honey. Oh, yes, honey. You're up next, honey. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, me, isn't it? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, so my next one is going to be, I kind of alluded to earlier, Spider-Man uh, Insomniac 20... Oh. Has anyone played it? No, I know no. of it, though. Yeah. So it's the first big Spider-Man game for, for years that's actually done really well. I have a... No, you mean the PS4 one? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Duh. Yeah, I played it, yeah. I have a little notepad here that... Oh, cool. oh, PlayStation sent him a notepad, guys. Um, and it's all open world. It's huge. It's a really good game. If you're not a chance to play it, it really buy, a, buy a PlayStation or buy like now or whatever it is. Play it because it is really good. Um, and they did this thing where usually when you play a Spider-Man game, it's the origins. Whenever you, they start out like a new set of games or whatever it is. Like here's Peter, he gets bit. Like this is Spider-Man. Watch Uncle Ben die again. Yeah, exactly. For the twenty-fifth million fucking time. Poor fucking Uncle Ben. All that guy <sighs> does is He's die. Just die, I know. Peter. This was the first video game where they've just gone, hey, this is Peter Parker, and this is like maybe ten years into him being Spider-Man. We don't need to do the origin story. Everybody knows he gets bit by a spider. Everybody knows that Uncle Ben dies, like blah blah blah. We're just dropping in. On, at this point in his life, so um, Harry is away uh, in Europe doing some things. MJ is working at uh, the Bugle um, as like a investigator type thing. Him and uh, MJ have, I think they split up. They had split up, yeah. Yeah. Um, so he's like trying to find his feet, like balancing his work life and everything else, and being Spider Man and all that kind of stuff. So it was really refreshing to kind of see it in a different way from that point. My pride moment is really on the on the nose. So as I'm swinging around the city, I find this huge fucking pride mural and flag. Yeah. Hmm. For a bar in New York. And it was just one of those things where like there's loads of little details in that game. And I, I might be wrong here on this, but <clears throat> I think it's on a Thursday. If you're playing the game on a Thursday, there's no Jewish people around. Because it's the Sabbath or something. 
Hmm. I don't know if it's the Thursday or the Friday. There's a, there's a day in the week. Friday. It'll Friday. be a Friday. Yeah, where they yeah. like they're off doing their prayers and everything else. Like, and in the game, there's obviously Jewish people, blah, 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 and they they can't be found in the game on that particular day. But any other day, they're they're wandering around. So they they've really gone into like the minutiae and the details of certain things. So, Supposed yeah. to be Saturday, I think, is the Sabbath according to the internet. Saturday. Oh. Good. It's a day that's important to to Jewish religion and and their prayers and their cycle of what they need. I apologize if I've offended any Jewish by not knowing <laughs> what day of the week it's supposed to be, but you know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah. And yeah, so there's all just all this pride stuff, and it's like they never came out and said anything. They never put it in previews. They didn't like, you know, the day the game came out, they weren't all like, look, we're so like LGBT plus, like, look at us with our pride flags and stuff. They just let people discover it. And I love stuff like that in video games because it's like supporting and, and nodding the head to a community without like trying to appropriate anything. Try and like, because a lot of companies like now we're heading into Pride Month for June and everywhere's sticking like rainbow flags on on their logos and everything else. And I think it's a really difficult time for a lot of companies because there's places out there that genuinely want support 365 days of the year, 60 days of the year, or not elite, whatever it is. Um, genuinely support our community and trans rights and gay rights and everything else. And then there's the others that come out once a year when it gets to June and they start sticking the flags and stuff. Thing. Um, so I just th I thought it was really refreshing to see a game take something like that, put it in there, and just not say anything. Like if you find it, you find it. If you don't, you don't. Like if you find it, it means something to you if you know what it means. And if you find it and you just think it's a nice, pretty colored flag, then you know, get some education. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that is really cool. It was very cool. Did a good job there. Yeah. I've not played it, but that sounds really cool. And I get. I get what you mean about the whole uh, pink washing. I think that's the, the term that they use because it is, it is really annoying when you see companies that don't, don't really do anything or that you know have a terrible track record. Yeah. Like, was it the Government Equalities Office tweeting the other day about, oh, look at all the great stuff we're doing? And you're like, fuck you, Liz Truss. Uh, that, that's a whole other thing. Um, but when you see companies that, you know, do do a lot of work in that sphere and then, you know, they change their logo and people are like, what do you do? Pinkwashing, pinkwashing. You're like, well, actually, you know, they do support lots of work and they do lots of other things and they get tarred with the same brush. It, it's a it's a difficult minefield because you do want, you know, we've come such a long fucking way and you do want companies to be able to to talk about and support and and move the dial and and you know move the conversations forward but to do it in a respectful way that's not appropriating and that's not uh just taking advantage of the community yeah but also i guess i guess you do have to be a realist about it and you know we live we do live in a capitalistic society and companies are generally there to make money so they do you know they are going to want to make money but i guess I think the one that really sticks... do it in a sleazy way. Yeah, the one that sticks out for me is... Uh, I don't, if this comes out every year, but it's the Bethesda thing. I don't know if you've seen the Bethesda <laughs> meme. So it's like the list of all the Bethesdas, like Bethesda North America. The Twitter pictures. Yeah, Pride Flag. Uh, uh, Bethesda Europe, Pride Flag. Bethesda Asia, Pride Flag, blah, blah, blah. Then they've got 
as the Middle East, no pride flag. No pride flag. Like, and it's just like, as a, as a company, it should be a stance of like, this is what we believe, no matter where in the world it is. Where you are, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you live in a country where you don't think this is a is is normal or okay or whatever it is whatever fucked up view that you might have about sexuality and gender and and all that kind of stuff like tough shit because we are this company and this is what we believe in so if we piss you off we piss you off never mind see you later I agree and you know with the internet it's so easy to see that like it's not like they can really hide it like yeah. I see that on the internet all the time when Pride Month starts where um and you know it, it's. It's one of those things I've actually seen a lot of people who are very, like, conservative or maybe are a little bit more on the anti-gay side of things. I'll see them sometimes be like, you know, I may not believe in it, but, you know, you guys live your own life. But what really irritates them is actually the whole, like, rainbow washing, pink washing thing. I've seen people on Twitter who are not people I would consider, like, allies of LGBT stuff. But when they get into these arguments online, they're like... Like, why do you want to support this company when they don't put up the rainbow flag for Middle East also? You know, you guys are just encouraging them to take advantage of your group instead of being an actual true supporter. And uh, it's so easy to find nowadays. I don't know why these companies, like, either both feed in or both feed out. One of the two, you know? Like, if I saw Chick-fil-A with, like, an LGBT flag up, I would be like, hey, wait a minute, you know? Oh, Chick-fil-A tried to open a restaurant over here and everybody was like, nope, no. back the fuck up, Buttercup, and they had to close. No, <laughs> I love it. Don't you guys have like Nando's or something over there that's like a chicken place? Yeah. I don't know, yeah. British chicken place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got Nando's. Nando's is good. Nando's is all right. I mean, I'm vegetarian, so Nando's, I don't know Nando's. I think Nando's is the most overrated thing in the world. I don't think there's anything special. I think it's all right. Oh, I like the Nando's every once in a while. I know. I it's just, new KFC. KFC is my chicken KFC. heaven. Um, oh. The other thing when we talked about pink washing as well, I like slightly. It also makes it really difficult for those companies that do want to do something because they get scared that they're just going to be branded as like jumping on the yeah. wagon. Mm-hmm. Mm. True. Like, True and I think that as a community as well, we need to like. Take things on a case by case basis. Find out the facts before we start like attacking. Yeah, yeah, it's hard because, because it's. It was an incident. Pile on, don't they? It was yeah. an incident in my workplace last year, um, where a lot of the management and stuff in my hotel is LGBT. Like, um, just like a, a it was a broad statement. A lot of people in are of our community um and we're with hotel we made the decision a village that we celebrate that so our snug area which is like a cinema thing and there's like like a back there's like hung up on the cake all of the pride posters since manchester pride started oh that's years. cool like every year since it started that all the posters have and a lot of the cocktails in our cocktail list I designed is there's ones that's 59 Christopher Street of Berlin. Um, mm-hmm. There is Village Side Fizz next with a side of the village. Like, um, create this cocktail called Martha P. Johnson. Celebrate and make her well known. Don't know her. 
Um, and it was picked up by uh, somebody of influence within the LGBT. We were absolutely slated for it, for trying to appropriate that culture. And we're like, no, all we're trying to do, we've not gone out there going, like, hey, look at us, like, da 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 just there we don't we don't want mm. to sing and dance about it because we're not doing it to like make ourselves better we're doing it to celebrate everybody around us that came if we before. are the community yeah we're celebrating our own yeah. history um and and it, i think it was because they put a post up on martha's birthday of this cocktail mm. saying like trailblazer so influential you know, raise a drink and it just massively backfired on us. And it was like, mm. you know, this was created by somebody in the, in the community. Set up a hotel with people from within that community by a company to celebrate around them. Yet you still get cannibalized, like, mm. trying to take them. And it was like, even down to the slight details, like the garnish and stuff for dressing is like a, like a dehydrated grapefruit adorned with edible flowers is how she used to how she used to tiniest little what about and yet like hmm. pushed as trying to but that's cool. a really... I mean people forget people forget that LGBT people <laughs> LGBTQ plus people work in these places. And like we're we're in we're inside we're inside you yeah. we're inside these companies pushing for change. <laughs> Takes us looking. We're inside these companies Hello. pushing for change and pushing, you know, pushing for you know to move the dial and to push things forward. And so you know when they see these these companies doing things, a lot of time not all the times but a lot of times, it's not because they just randomly decided to do something. It's because we we're, we're doing that. It's us. It's us. It's us. It's we. It's we, the community, doing these things. Oh, yes. But yeah, so that's video games. Yes. Welcome to our podcast. Yeah, yeah welcome to our podcast. <laughs> Sorry, we've gone off on a massive tangent there, but a very important tangent. It's a pride podcast. So it's a pride podcast. Pride. Yeah. Lama, you're next, my love. I am next. Uh, what are we talking about again? Video games. Uh, oh. Yeah, your proudest moment in about. video game. Um... I think all of mine, when I was thinking about mine approximately three minutes before we went live, because I'm so prepared about everything, all of mine were really about um, things, things that I do as a group, um, which is oh, quite yeah. funny because I play, I know, right? Because <laughs> I play a lot of, I play a lot of solo games, but actually the, the parts where I feel most proud are the bits where I'm doing them as part of a group. Where it's like a group activity so like the raids and the things like that and i think the second one that i put on my list was uh fallout 76 which i know we all agree is a dumpster fire uh but the oh, <laughs> i know we all know we all know like todd fucking howard lied to us but what made it fun was my friends uh and the crew that i fell into and that we're still all friends almost two years later um and we started doing PvP battles, and it was totally not supposed to happen. They were like, you shouldn't do PvP battles. It's not part of the game. And we're like, uh, well, you'd let it be part of the game. So we're going to, we're, we're role-playing as raiders. 
look, you didn't put any NPCs in the game, so we're the NPCs now, and we're fucking players. <laughs> so that's what we did. And we 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 had PvP battles, and we would we set up like our own crew, our own gang, and other people set up their own gangs, and we would have these massive, like epic PvP battles with other gangs, and they were fucking awesome. And I I wasn't like amazing, but I also wasn't trash. Like I learned the mechanics and I learned how to like stack my armor with my chems, with my magazines, with the food and the, the drinks that I had and like how to sort of game the mechanics to, to stack it all and make it work. And we were okay. And we would fight these other gangs and we would try. We had, we had alternate personas on Facebook with our characters. Oh, awesome! Ash talk the other gangs on there, and you're like, <laughs> it it would it it would get it would get bad sometimes, and sometimes it would get banned. Yeah, yeah, we'd get banned, and then we'd get uh, we'd get banned on Xbox. So we got really we got really good at like um, what things you could and couldn't say on Xbox. Like you can call someone a potato. That was one of the examples of the things you are allowed to say in Xbox on um, text chat uh you could call so we always called people potatoes because we're like it's in the examples you can say potato so you'd be like you're trash you potato uh and then we had like alternate accounts and some of the accounts were like you can't ban me uh one of my friends got banned for singing uh so she would just go into area chat and just sing at people while we murdered them uh, and I don't know what uh, she banned for that. That would still be me. I would still be that person. <laughs> it's Faith. It was Faith. She was on once. Oh, yes, Faith. <laughs> yes, Faith. She was really good at singing. She still does it. Um, but yeah, and then we just we just had fun. And the battles were epic. They would go for hours. And we just, they were fun. That's and awesome. we'd finish the battle. And the other team would like, leave they don't there would always be some excuse like they never lost right like the server was lagging or it crashed and they couldn't log back in so they were quitting but not because they lost but because like there was problems and you're trash and we're leaving uh but we'd finish and we'd all be like on the server looking around like we wiped the floor with them yeah yeah. griefer girls for the win yeah (laughs) Uh, rainbow raiders is what we call ourselves the rainbow raiders because oh, uh, we're all part of the uh, LGBTQ plus community, uh, which really annoys them when we beat everybody and we're like, you got beat by queer girls. <laughs> uh, all, some of us are non-binary, so it's not all girls, um, queer folks. Uh, so, yeah, we just fucking love it. And so that's that's probably my second sweet, sweet awesome. awesomeness uh, is Fallout 76 PvP battles on, on public good. servers. <laughs> really that's really people. good. That's really, really good. A little bit. Um, do you remember that thing I told you about pre-show? I mean, you're gonna have to be more specific. We talk about the, a lot of random shit. The intermission thing. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we need Ma- to do a technical difficulty? Yeah, I'm just about to have a technical difficulty. Go, just make sure you turn off your microphone, and I'll do some padding. Okay, thank you. Lama's going to pad for me. Bye. Bye. I'll be right back. <laughs> Someone went out, so I'm just going to make shit up while he's gone. Someone went out, had way too much fun uh, this weekend, and now potentially has an infection and just can't stop peeing, basically. So that's where he's gone. <laughs> mm, this random person. I, I'm pretty sure that's what happened. 
Mm. And he's took off his headphones, so he, he can't needs, prove me wrong. He needs some cranberry juice. Mm. Mm-hmm. Strong. Oh, from Norway. Oh, northern Norway. Oh, this is probably at that point where it doesn't get dark now. So it's like light, light. Light, light. Light, light, Because it light, doesn't light, get light. dark here until like half 10-ish. Oh, one can't say the properly. Because, Bot, you're in, you're in Wisconsin? Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm in Wisconsin. What time does it get dark, dark there? Mm, between 9 and 10, probably like around 9.30-ish roughly right now. Like, yeah. anything after 9 is pretty dusk, but, like, it takes a while for it to, like, really become dark. Yeah, it's probably getting dark around, like, 11. 11, a little bit after really? 11 here. Wow. That's really well. You guys are a little bit more northern in the the hemisphere yeah. than Wisconsin. Well, Polar's got never, never there, so they're oh, they're twenty four seven now. We're back. I'm back. Uh, did you get the cream on? Yeah, got the cream on. <laughs> I explained. I explained what was going on. Did you? I Very did, good explanation. Yeah. I mean. I'm going to watch this episode back to find out exactly <laughs> what you said. Can someone in chat tell me what she said? No, I suggest, no so nobody tell him. I suggest cranberry juice. Yeah, that, I've heard that's really good. Mm-hmm. Oh, hello, Polar Knights. Welcome. Norway. Awesome. Yeah. Sun is never going down there at the minute. Oh. That's what we were talking about. I've got a spare bedroom if you want to uh, come be my housemate. As long as you don't mind two kitty cats, that's fine. And DM, welcome. You've never had Nando's. You need to have Nando's. Don't listen to Beardy. That is not the firm gamers assemble stance saying, don't worry, you're not missing out anything. (laughs) 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 Love that. Um, Right, so sorry for my technical difficulty. I'm back Mm -hmm. in the room. So my second one is um, Tetris. Okay, so for those of you old enough to have played a Game Boy and for those of you that are into retro gaming, oh, you the black are, and white one, yes, the oh, very original white. game. Oh, Ice Cream Man is here. Get some, get, get some, go get it. Go oh get my it. god, like talking of ice cream. Benoff, not Benoffy, Biscoffy McFlurry. Oh, is there? Yep. Oh my god, I want it. Oh, I want it. I just text ice cream man. I might, I might need to order my third Uber Eats of the day. <laughs> oh my god, Beardy, you're a legend. You're an absolute legend. Um, you've just got me. I'm. I bought ice lollies in the Verizon today, and you know what? I might just go to McDonald's after this. Get McFlurry. <laughs> Twenty ten minutes down the road. Right. Okay, so Tetris, original Game Boy. Anybody who's had an original Game Boy will understand the pressure. You've got four AA batteries. You have the amount of time those batteries are in that Game Boy to complete a lot of the games because some games, well, back then, a vast majority of the games didn't have saves from what I remember. I think the only one that did was... I don't remember them. I don't remember Tetris ever having a save. Tetris didn't have a save. Zelda... Was it had a save? The Mario's didn't. I don't think I remember the Mario's. 
Sometimes Pokemon the save date. would be stored. It depends if the cartridge would have like a little battery in the cartridge. Sometimes they would store it on there. But then if it went long enough, like years later, then it would you'd lose some of your save games because the little internal battery would die. Yeah, I remember to get me an ice cream. I remember that being like level codes. So like yes, if it you was level the end codes. Of, at the end of the level, it would it would come up on the screen like this is your code for the next time. Like, and it'd be like oh, fucking. I think that. 15 digits long or something. Oh, yeah. Like, the master system used to have down, that as well. Kind of It'd be on the screen for like three seconds. Yeah. 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 So, Game Boy, batteries, going low. Sun's getting real low, big guy. I was sat on the couch and I was getting like doing quite well. And I was like, because I was sick at the time as well. I remember everything about this. Like, I was a kid. Like, I must have been seven. And I was like, I remember I was feeling really shit. And I was just playing my Game Boy. Uh, my aunt's boyfriend was over, I think. And I was just sat there and playing away. And I was playing away. And I was like, what's your eyes with that thing? I'm like, oh, my God. I'm feeling like shit. Like, just leave me alone. Let me just play my games. <laughs> I'm not bothering you. I don't feel well. I'm trying to play a game. Your eyes will go square. Yeah, I used to get that. I occasionally got that. What, you did sit too close to that thing? That's a little screen. It's fine for fucking Tetris. It's fine. So, it, the light started dimming a little bit in the LED indicator, like power light. But I was getting closer and closer and closer to the end. And there was, a, there was like a, a mode in that game where whenever you passed each level, it had like a little, um, like a little orchestra player would play the Tetris music after you completed the level or whatever. And I was on the last level. And it was red. The light was red. And I was like... Anxiety of the red light. Oh. Like, you know you're running out of time. And I was like... (laughs) I, I think I'm only doing this good because I'm sick and I'm really tuned in now because my brain, I'm in pain. Please, please, please don't switch off. Don't switch off. And I fucking passed the level. Oh. And I fucking got all the little guys, uh, guys and gals come up and played the Tetris music. And I was like, oh, it's like an orchestra. It was so good. I was so proud of myself at that point in time. I was like, I could believe this up there. Like, yes. Look how happy Lama is with his little slight ice cream delivery. I like how it just comes in camera and it's like, ice cream. That's amazing. I have a lovely wife. You do have a lovely lovely wife. Does she want to move in here and look after me? No, because then who would look after me? You can move in here as well. I can't move all my shit in there, Tiggs. You'd have to move in here. Oh, it's pretty big, my house. It's like a tower. Where did my garden go? Oh, and, yeah, uh, I don't have a garden. Did your game die shortly after beating that level? Everything did die after it, but not before I could take the Game Boy and turn it up as loud as possible so that everybody could hear like, the full little orchestra. And I was like, <laughs> I did it! I did it! Yeah. I was like, be yeah. proud of me, family, be proud. And they did not. And then your mum's like, clue. Right, so seeing as though you're well enough to play that game all day and then beat it, you can go back to school tomorrow. Yeah, more, oh. more or less. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, it was odd because I was like, oh my god, and I was so proud. No one really understood how difficult it was. Mm. I just thought that I was like, well, for me at seven, it was difficult. To be fair, most games now for me at 36 are difficult. So, yeah. <laughs> I used to. Um, I love. Have you, been, have you ever played Tetris 99 on the Switch? Yeah, I played a little bit Fucking of it. Love no, I didn't play 99. loads. Of, do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of my go tos when I like. Don't have a lot of time to game, but just want to tune out and just do something like, and I, I managed to get to top ten, but mm. I've never, I've never managed to get to win Tetris. And the highest no. level was number eight. You know they are still coming out with new strategies on how to play Tetris, where you like roll your fingers on the the directional pad a certain way mm. to be able to get the pieces to move. There was a Kotaku like article the other day about brand new strategy for tournament level Tetris. And I'm just like, wow. Like I've watched a couple Twitch streams of two people going head to head on Tetris and it gets really intense once it's at those like high levels. Like, Every, I don't think my anxiety could handle it. No, I definitely could. I can handle barely it. handle me playing. I can't watch other people play it super fast. So here's the thing, right? So oh. I, um, <laughs> whenever I play games, I play games to enjoy them. And if it's going to result in me fucking getting out a massive manual to learn everything to be the best at that game, I'm not going to do this. Like, I'm just going to play through the game do what I can do. Like if I get stuck in a bit, I think, oh, that can be done better. Let's have a wee look and see how that, how other people have done that. Yeah, if I'm interested, but I'm not going to go and like bookworm the whole thing because that would take the fun out of it for me. It's a bit about, I want it to be about scale. If we were all playing Mario Kart, I want it to be about skill and what I've learned on the tracks whenever I'm playing and that sort of thing, you know, and I'm super competitive, but super shit. <laughs> but I'm still super competitive. <laughs> <laughs> so worst mix. But that's just the me. only like, exception. The only game I've ever bought, I bought the book for the strategy guide was um, Skyrim. No, yeah, I think it was. I think it was Mass Effect Two. The suicide oh, yeah. mission. Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Is that the one with the suicide mission? Because I was not having my fucking team die before uh, well i was not having any of my fucking team die i wasn't having that and i couldn't find anything online at that point to tell me like who oh, needed I to go where yeah i couldn't find it so i was like i'm buying the fucking book i'm buying the fucking strategy guide i'm not having my team die not having it and that is the only strategy guide i've ever bought i wasn't having it I had a couple for Final Fantasies whenever I was a teenager because like the leveling bits you get like stuck at a certain point and you're like oh we didn't need to level to make this work easier. So that well, was helpful. apparently they're all whales. That's what I took from that describing video games badly episode. Every time y'all were like, da 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 da, somebody's a whale. It was a Final <laughs> Fantasy fucking game. So everything I know about Final Fantasy is somebody's a fucking whale. Nobody's a fucking whale. There's never they're all whales. Been, they're always. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Going to play Final Fantasy. Yeah. That was my way Okay, should we do round three? Yeah. Oh we yeah, have we should do that. Tangented the fuck out of this episode. <laughs> our best conversations are tangents. I, yeah, I love it. I think it's great. All our episodes are tangents. Yeah, there's mm. just like five minutes of actual topic, and the rest of it's just. Whatever. I've interrupted this one to eat snacks. <laughs> I am. Um, 
We should just have our intro be like the tangent you didn't want to listen to, but we're going to give it to you anyway. Yeah, we're going to give it to you. Anyway. We might have an episode in this one. We might, there might be something in here. Um, oh my God, we're terrible. It's brilliant. Um, but do you want to go with your final one? Yes, I do. So this final one is a near and dear to my heart kind of situation. So first of all, I want to give a shout out because it has to do with my sister, who today is actually her birthday. Oh, yeah, she is an amazing sister. Her and I are we only have uh, two kids in our family, just me and my sister. And she is the best sister I could have. Like, seriously, when I hear about other people having siblings where they they don't get along and stuff like that, I feel very lucky because my sister is just awesome. And um, she is actually a manager of a board game game store. <gasps> and she who is owned actually by a another woman and they are just an awesome game store she runs it like a boss and uh when when people are being jerks she just kicks their ass to the curb and wow super cool so today is her birthday so shout out to her uh i'll give a little plug for her instagram look up fate's kitchen she's a cook her and i both like to cook and she's better than i am Um, and so look on Instagram for Fate's Kitchen and you'll find all of the food that she does. She puts up great pictures. Just I can't say good enough things about her. She's an amazing person. So this story goes back to when we were kids. So we have about a seven, eight year gap between us. So Mm -hmm. when I was like 17, 18 and still living at home a little bit, she was like nine, 10 years old. And we were playing like Super Nintendo around that time period. And there was a game that she absolutely loved to play with me, and it was called Bloody Roar. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so in this game, it's a fighting game, and uh, like Tekken, Mortal Kombat type style. And so in this game, you pick from a variety of character cast that is, you start off as a person, but during the game, you can actually turn into like a werewolf or a werebear or some kind of human-animal combo, and that's what you fight with. And when you turn into the animal, you're much better than you know your normal human side, but usually you only have like a time limit you can do it with before you turn back to the human. Yeah. So I like that game. It's so a good. great game. Super yeah. fun. And uh, it's... So we would play that her. She would sit there like little nine, 10 year old little girl sitting next to me playing this game. And I'm like, you know, 17, 18 teenager. And at first it was always like we would start playing and I would just like only attack like once every couple seconds, you know, just to like make her think I wasn't just standing still, but like at least give her like somebody to play with. And she would learn the controls. And in the beginning, she started like button mashing. Right. She Mm -hmm. started getting good at button mashing with it. And the game slowly turned from me just playing like a couple of buttons here and there and her getting some good hits in. I'd let her win sometimes. I'd win sometimes. And then she started realizing that if she just smashed on the controller a bunch, she could do a bunch of combos. So So the game started getting a little bit harder. The matches started being a little bit more difficult for me to win. And she would always play the rabbit one. So it was this girl oh, yeah. who Alice. Would, was that yeah, Alice, Alice. called her? She, yeah. Yep. And to this day, she still loves Alice in Wonderland stuff. Um, Alice. She would play Alice, and the bunny in this game was super fast. Like if you turned into the bunny form, she would move super quick. So when you're button mashing, she would start doing these combos and start juggling for me. And so it was around this time that I was like, all right, well, I got to start playing serious now because like I can't lose every one of these matches, <laughs> and. It started to get to the point where 
her and I, even at like her 10 years old, we would actually have even matches where I would actually try to fight and she'd beat me. And she would be so happy about it. And she would just tease me all day about it. Oh, she'd be like, awesome. we'd be sitting there at the dinner table hours later. And she'd be like, hey, hey, bot, remember when I beat you earlier? <laughs> and like, just like this 10 year old little girl throwing trash and shade at me. And to this day, that's still a game that is both really like near and dear to our hearts because it was one of the games that we really connected. And I like to think it's one of the ones that really kind of birthed her into the gamer world. Yeah, and uh, to this day, I'm sure if I, we picked up the controller, she'd probably whoop my ass in that game. Oh and, my god, I want to play that game now. Uh, it's it so good. Can you get it in any beauty? Can you do research? I think they have it. I think it came out for Xbox. I think they might have came out with like a second version of it, but I don't know. Oh my god, it was awesome! But I loved that game. Fantastic game. It really bonded my sister and I together. Uh, it's you know one of those types of ones that i would love to play with her again one of these days and she'd probably still like i said kick my butt but yeah that's my very important pride moment of the fact that like she got better at the game to beat me and she succeeded and now she's just an epic awesome gamer that plays a variety of games and is just a badass and uh, i'm happy it's her birthday and i want to give her a shout out for her birthday if she's watching she watches some of these podcasts but she's usually pretty busy and stuff but uh, maybe she'll catch this later, and it'll be a little Easter egg for her at some point. When yeah, she catches up on some of the episodes. But happy birthday, bot sister! Much love. Much yeah. love. you're awesome, dude. And uh, I hope you're having a good day for your birthday. And like I said, check out Fate's Kitchen if you want to see some awesome recipes and some awesome food. She also does uh, like beer reviews and stuff for different types oh, wow. of things. So that's definitely well, check dude. her out. But that's that's my last pick, and um, it means a lot to me. So oh, that's a really good one. This today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, and she's so cool. very uh she's pri or lgbtq plus also so we both kind of ended up that way so it's just kind of funny how the two kids which our parents were super military so it's kind of funny this is the way it turned out but uh i couldn't be more proud of her as a person and uh, a fellow gamer i'm getting a bit emotional just, here but just looking stop. here so there's bloody raw extreme <laughs> that came out on xbox in 2002 as well as GameCube. Maybe on awesome. What is Llama doing? She's dripping. Are you dripping, Llama, with the ice cream? Oh, that's it. Yeah, that's the dripping dance. Just eat it all. Just it all. I've loved it. There you go. Oh my god, that's amazing. Oh, girl. I've loved success. Bot's been telling his heartwarming story about is playing this game. Llama's just been. Doing away at this ice cream. Every time I look down, she's like this. Like, just doing, like, this little happy dance that she's got a little ice cream and she's away at it. And now you have chocolate and ice cream and stickiness, and you're like, where is my spouse to help me with this? <laughs> babe! Babe! There you go. Tissue! Tissue! I think it's even better that she's muted, yeah. so, like, we can't even hear it. It's like a pantomime mime type of thing. It's it's hilarious. This is oh my it's like God. black and white do, film. Do you remember when Llama's doing an impression of Mr. Mime? That's <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. I'm fine. I fixed it. Okay, good. I'm glad you're back. I'm glad you're back. I missed you. I broke the seal and all the ice cream ran out the bottom. And it was, oh, I just... Oh, no, it's the... all between my fingers. Do you not just put the bottom of the cone in your mouth if that breaks off and then suck it all down through? Yeah. Mm -hmm. See, but my mouth was already 
my mouth is already full. It was occupied. <laughs> Occupado. Occupado. <laughs> I love her chats. Right. <laughs> Beauty, what's your second pick? Oh, your third pick. Your third pick. Your third pick. Yeah. Three times a beauty. So, <laughs> let's get a bit emotion here. Okay, I'm ready. The other thing that I'm... Well, last thing that I'm going to say is a super proud moment in my gaming This Is this fucking podcast? Mm. I love mm -hmm. this little podcast. And we've done this for like, what, a year now? Uh, and we've had such a good time together. We've talked about so much fucking random shit. Off, <laughs> off podcast, we've shared so much of our lives, our struggles, our achievements, our dark days, our bright days, like hopes, dreams, fears, wants, loves, everything. Um, and we've kept going and we keep making episodes. And it might not be the most popular thing in the world, but I fucking love doing it with you guys. And I think the people that do stick around every week for us fucking love watching all the tangents, all the side notes, and when you really strip it back, we don't know our shit. There's that that's covered, I guess. Yeah. Oh, I love it too. I love it too. I was telling people, like, it's so much fun because, like, obviously, whenever I get it, you guys know, and everybody, anybody that watches the show or listens to this show know whenever I'm excited about something, it's like having a four-year-old child in your <laughs> company. Because I just go completely into kid mode, and I can't help it. Energy drinks. Yeah, I don't drink anything with sugar in it. Surprisingly, I'm quite, mm -hmm. I'm quite good with it. And I, so I do know where this comes from. Um, coffee, caffeine. Mm. Um, <laughs> I keep telling people about like how much fun we have here, and like I was out with the neighbours before, and it's like, oh, we're podcasting tonight, and like. I was white girl wasted last night. I was like, I'm I'm leading tonight. I'm feeling really real basses, but I know whenever I get on there, we're going to be brilliant. I can't wait. It's my favorite way to like end your weekend. And it puts you in such a good mood for the week. And then I was like, oh yeah, we've talked about all sorts on there. We've talked about the clap clinic and do, do, do. And, and then like the time the guy went in the canal, we talked about everything. And they're just like, I was like, oh yeah, we talked about butt plugs and how Mario was communist as well. And they're just sitting there looking at you and go, What's your podcast about again? I was like, at gaming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in there somewhere, you know. Yeah, I'm in there somewhere. And they're like, oh my God, that this sounds absolutely brilliant. And some of them listen to it, I think, as well. And they're just yeah. like, oh my God, we can podcast. Like, everybody knows. It's just so cool. It's the best car crash I've ever been in. Yeah. Yes, I am right. so glad I started this project with you guys. Like, yeah. this has been one of the best decisions I've made to to jump in, and it all started with just a a post of Beardies being like, "Hey, so we're in this gaming like LGBT Facebook group, and it's like, anybody want to start a podcast about you know gaming and LGBTQ and all this type of stuff?" and a couple of us came together and it's just been this since. And it's like, you guys don't, viewers, you guys don't see behind the scenes, but these people are awesome. They are the most supportive, wonderful people that you could ever meet. And I hope to meet them in real life one of these days. And like, oh, yeah, for sure. Like, when I'm having a bad day, Tiggs is like, hey, bot, you're all right? Like, everything going okay? Just checking in, making sure you're okay. Like, Llama's having a migraine. We're all like, oh my God, go get some washcloth on the head and take some meds and chill out and calm. And, when Beardy's like, I hate hospitality. Like, this sucks. Like, 
<laughs> like these people suck, but I do it because Beardy is good at what he does. And it's just so amazing to have all you guys like in my life. And um, I couldn't be more thankful. And I'm glad that you brought that up. Beardy is like one of your proud moments. Yeah. No, yeah. I you set all this up. If it wasn't for you, it wouldn't have happened. And it is one of my favorite things that I do in this planet. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah whether he likes it or not, Beardy is our de facto leader. Yes, you are for sure. All bow down and worship me. <laughs> <laughs> Lama's like, oh, no, shit. everyone else is like, yay. Lama's like, eh. I don't bow uh, on this shit. I'd, I'd, I'm, I'm gonna go B and Q. Bye. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> hang on, hang on, Lama. <laughs> I got my gun show to go to. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Oh, it's so good when you do that. I love it. Somebody, somebody call the vet because these swans is sick. Oh, yes. Yes. yes! I fucking love it. Um, yeah, so right, that's, uh, that's my I third agree. This I love podcast. that. Super proud of it. It's amazing. Great yeah, great I love pick. it too. Yeah, it's a great pick. Um, Lama, what's your final one? Oh, uh, you know how I said I was super prepared for this show? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I only picked two. <laughs> oh, did you? <laughs> But, but, uh... for a second, right? So, no, this isn't even it's, a show. I've, I've not had a time to read the show notes thing because I put it in the group chat on Friday. Is your third pick Skies of Arcadia? My third pick is Skies of Arcadia. <laughs> uh, because that is a game about choosing your own adventure. Uh, and it's a great tea battle friends you make along the way <laughs> it's the journey of skies of arcadia that really matters not the end game journey that matters <laughs> fucking uh, skies of arcadia oh my god i'm crying no but i agree about the the podcast i just want to piggyback on that for a second and pretend like i prepared mostly okay. to take it take it away from that but i think i think some of the best decisions that I've made in my life, and I don't know if this is the same for you guys, but some of the best decisions that I've made in my life have been like with fuck all planning, which is why I kind of, I'm okay with not planning shit. Uh, yeah. Because I saw that post that Beardy did and it took me three seconds to be like, yeah, I can do podcasting. Like I'm Lily Allen, I can do anything. <laughs> yeah. That was sort of my, there's a TV show over here. <laughs> now it's Idris Elba on Family. I'm Idris Elba, I can cure cancer. <laughs> I um, love <laughs> like a but lot. it was like yeah we're in a lockdown i got free time i like gays i like gaming i'm a gay we can do this and i thought yeah i'll respond on that and then beardy was you know beardy messaged and was like yeah this is what i'm thinking and i was like i'm not gonna think too much about this i'm just gonna go with it and see what happens and it's turned out to be you know a what over a year and a half now no it's a year we're a year and of actual podcasting because I think it was July you put the post on yeah. and it was at the start yeah, of all yeah, yeah. Start is. yeah so a year now of doing this um and it's been fucking amazing you know it's been a great <laughs> way to to meet people to get engaged with video games to talk about video games but also just to talk about like what the fuck do we do we talk about some random shit and I love it and I love it too <laughs> I love it we talk about the pre-show. Oh my god, some of the shit we talk about in pre-show. 
and just in the group chats and just everything. And I finally, I've gotten to scratch my D&D itch because that's something that I've always wanted to do. Oh, but yeah, I grew see, up in the, in the satanic panic. So my parents were like, you'll go to hell. And now I'm like, take me. I've seen Lil Nas X. I want to go now. <laughs> um, I, I'm all right with it. So let's go. Um, but it's just, this, is, this has been really great. You know, the pandemic's been terrible. Lots of people have died. It's been horrific. But... It, there has been some good things that have come out of it in my life. And one of them is seeing like different things that are important to me and meeting new friends and people and hobbies. And y'all are definitely fucking one of them. So big love. So I did prepare that you're my third one. Yeah, I, I try to make hearts and my every you one make of my shit hearts. hearts? Are That's gross. Uh, <laughs> I mean, no kink shaming, but yeah. Jesus. Uh, there, uh, uh, well, that works. <laughs> that works. That works. Do that again. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that works. That works. That's about the best yeah. I can do. Oh, look! Yeah, my fingers stuff. don't don't. I can't seem to make. They they look like misshapen. Like I don't know. Whatever. A heart is a heart. A heart's a heart. Love's love. Love is love. Oh God! I remember seeing that post on Facebook, and I was having the worst fucking day ever at work. And I just literally put on Facebook for a sec, and it was the first thing that I saw on Facebook on my timeline and everything. I was like. Yep, yep, I'm there. <laughs> then, like, was it like maybe two or three hours later? Beauty had a group chat in the go, and I was like, yeah. "Oh my god, we're gonna do a podcast!" And then suddenly we had a Discord server, and I was like, "Discord? What is this Discord?" What is Discord? Yeah. <laughs> I think I suggested that. I think it was like, "Beauty, we should do a Discord." And I'm so glad we weren't trying to still do this on a Facebook group chat. Yeah. Like, oh God, that, no. that would have been a nightmare so now i'm in like 17 different discord servers like, this it's is addictive. amazing do it, do it do it do it right um so uh my last one is something it, it's actually beardy related again to be fair this is like so, the beardy round it's like the beardy round so um very recent so as we all know, if you listen to the podcast regularly, by the way, as I'm going through this story, if you're in the chat, tell us your game, proudest game and moments, and we'll give you a shout out at the, at the end, okay? Um, so I'm shit at scary games. I, like, I just don't play them. I get too involved. It's the actor in me. I'm uh, Stanislavski. That's the guy that uh, gets involved with the characters. So then I get very like, <laughs> right, that's my acting style. So whenever I'm playing a game, I'm well in it. Um, but horror games now are just so realistic. So, Resi 8 was coming out. I didn't play 7. I exploited it. I guided them through. And um, Beard was like, do it, do it, do it. And I was off that Friday. And I was like, I don't know if I should do it or not. I was in town for something. And then called in Taz in the, in the way back. Me and Beardy were texting, texting, texting. And... I was stood there, and even as I picked up the box, but my heart started like beating a little <laughs> bit. I did play, I did play the demo, and I managed to get through the demo, but I squealed my tits off at the demo, like it scared the shit out of me. And I was like, I don't know if I can do this for like twelve hours. And then the next thing that happened, sorry, somebody wants attention. GG, say hi to GG. Hi, GG. Um, the next thing that happened was that night. Uh, there's another meet as well as on uh, that I've met through doing this podcast and everything, met on Twitter. Uh, he's amazing. And I said, oh, I might stream this. 
because I've never like I streamed once, never really did it in Twitch. Uh and I thought it would be funny for people to experience this with me. But what, what I didn't realize yeah, me literally shitting myself uh, repeatedly. Um so that night I started streaming. And it was really fun. Beauty was guiding me through some of the game and uh, a few, a couple of people were watching. And what I realized was that actually broke the tension a bit for me. And like, I'm a console gamer, so I was using the PS5 and, to, and I enjoyed it that much that I actually just went and got like a PlayStation camera on Amazon that arrived the next day and that was there for the next stream. And then I got raided and I was like, what the fuck is a raid? And because I didn't really like I was like right okay what is going on here and I made some other streamer friends now and I played through that whole game online and I got touch of just it was an experiment I was like oh let's see if we can do this in a week but I was able to play a fucking scary game because I was playing it broadcasting it and people were there breaking the tension and we were having a laugh and it was amazing and i was texting beauty going oh my god i know why you stream now i know why you do it it's so much fun it's awesome and we just had such a blast like it was brilliant and i really never ever thought a i'd really stream or b that i'd enjoy it as much and i certainly didn't think i'd be playing a scary game and then we moved on to resi 2 because people wanted to see me ship myself even more so that we're playing through that and there's a lot of screams there's more screams in that than what there was in the first one when that oh, liquor sure. first comes down when that oh. liquor first appears i shot myself i literally i was like oh my fucking god it was so funny, but it is brilliant. I was so proud that I did it. But if it was if it wasn't for Beardy, I would never even bought the game. So, like, it was just that little push in the right direction. So, thank you for that. But yeah, that was my, my that's my last one. Some, sometimes you just gotta face those little, like, what? I'm just gonna go. Yeah. Like, and yeah. that's just life in general, isn't it? Like, everyone's scared to death of everything that they do on a day to day basis. Scared of. The job that they do because they don't want to lose it or going for a new promotion because they might not get it or finding a new job because they might not like it. Like every every step that we take is filled with some kind of fear. Uh, for sure. Great just to like just take a moment and, and capture one of those fears and be like, fuck you, I've 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 managed to conquer that. It was it honestly is brilliant. Like and I was so proud. I was just like, oh my god, this is brilliant. Can't believe we do this. It's so much fun. And it just it just cracked me up. Like and playing Resi 2 now through streaming that now is just really fun. And like lots of inappropriate chat and everything chat just makes me laugh. <laughs> As we all know, I'm, I'm so like, I would never be inappropriate ever. No. So no. appropriate at all so times. So appropriate all, at all times. Angelic but, yeah. stream. Ding, do you see my halo? It's around my ankles. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um... <laughs> Oh, Digital Monk has just said in the chat, this is completely random, but Tigger Time, did you know that you can do a Triforce hand sign? No, I was thinking like about this. Trying to... That's something different, Llama. Yeah, but you should do it anyway. Trying to, like... Oh. <laughs> like this? Yeah. Like, it needs to look like that. How do you do it? DM 
DM me a picture because I only do that now whenever I greet people, like just a Triforce sign. Can you imagine going into meetings and going, Oh, the fucking llama. <laughs> love that. Love it. Yeah, DM me that digital monk or post it on um on our Twitter because I would really like to see that. Um okay. I think I think we've reached the end of another I'll send it to you now, right? Thanks for that. Uh, I think we've reached the end of another episode. Wow. Uh duty's really you know what I love about our episodes? We have no set end time. It's just whenever we finally get done talking about whatever the hell we want to talk about. Yeah. I'm always amazed that people still listen. I think the longest one we've done has been like two hours and 15 minutes or something. And I yeah. really needed a wee by the end of that. I literally threw my headset off and ran upstairs. <laughs> that was the time we talked about the guy in the canal. It was that night. It was a Wednesday. Probably, yeah. It was midweek. We were, con- yeah. we were convinced he was trying to hit on you. And you pushed and you him in the canal. And you pushed him in the canal. Mm. And ran away. I didn't run away. Well, I did run away. You did run away. But I want to see if he's really hitting on you. Oh, I missed an opportunity there. That's all right. You I'm single. You, you took I'm the opportunity to push him in the canal. I didn't push him. I just. Isn't I just, there the Manchester Canal Pusher? Like, isn't is that a thing? About, that They're going to think thing. it's you now. Well, I'm Can we just disclaimer? I am not the Manchester Canal pusher. I am white girl wasted. Uh, that that is me. That was me last night. That's not what me. the Manchester Canal pusher would say, though. Mm-hmm. Um, no. One funny story before we finish. Just so one. was I was I saying the new there, dear? So I got hella drunk last night. Um, anybody, if anybody's watching that, I texted last night. I can only apologize because plastered. Hang the fuck on. I didn't get a text. You oh, wouldn't want the text that I was sent right, last yeah, night. Don't, don't. Um, no, to be fair, they weren't rude or crude or anything. I was just like drunk and sent random stuff. But what I didn't realize was so we've got like a little group chat for all the neighbors sat outside uh-huh. earlier having a chat. Next thing was. That video you sent us last night was brilliant. The look of panic on my face. I was like, I, did, I didn't send you a video. Oh, yeah, you did. And I was like, oh, my fucking God, what have I sent them? And I was like going through my phone going, I don't remember seeing anybody who was sick. So I got up this morning and checked all my phone and everything and was like, oh, what's going on? Uh, yeah, I sent them a video of me singing really badly to a song uh, I'm replacing one of the words in the song with cock. Huh. At half eight. This is a half eight. <laughs> May I add? But you see the panic of someone saying to you, oh yeah, that video you sent to us was really funny. And you're like, I don't remember what? anything. I don't remember any of this. Good God. Drink responsibly, kids. But yeah, that was bad. I'm blushing now. You just can't see. You just can't see because no, I'm bright red. Yeah. Oh, I'm all pixelated. Oh, it's cleared up now. All oh, right. Just, I'm just bright like red. A blush thing, like a blush. You, you go. You go through light spouts of being pixelated and non-pixelated. Oh, I'm like retro Mario and new Mario. <laughs> eight bit. Eight bit. Eight tigs. bit. Eight bit um. So, what are you playing, guys? 
Uh, I, well, so I, I normally stay away from, um, like war games, like shooty up war games. Cause mm-hmm. like I, 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 I went to Iraq and Afghanistan and like, it makes war games not that fun anymore. No. So I, I tend to Imagine. stay with like fantasy games and stuff where I'm like shooting aliens with ray guns. Cause that's more fun. Yeah. But I broke that rule uh, and downloaded Call of Duty Black Ops because it was a free play weekend and the Rainbow Raiders have been playing it uh, a lot and they're desperate, desperate for everybody because we've been trying to find a game we can all play together. And they were like, Lama, you've got to download it. It's free play weekend. Come play with us. You'll really like it. And I was, you know, I've been, my mental health hasn't been brilliant lately. I've just been feeling a bit flat. So I thought I need some girl time um well as i said some of them are non-binary so i need some rainbow raider time um so i thought i'll download it i downloaded the wrong one first because there's like 15 of these fucking versions of this game so i downloaded (laughs) i needed to download black ops and i downloaded the other one oh this is like whenever you downloaded all the dlc but not the game yeah it was (laughs) that same fucking thing again they all said it they're like this is just like when you downloaded the dlcs and i was like shut up so i had to download black ops uh and then finally that downloaded so i started uh we played zombie mode first i love that zombies. was really fun that was mm. really fun uh and then we played uh hard is it hard point the one where you have to shoot somebody every 30 seconds or else you explode oh my god <laughs> that's a mode uh, that's the mode uh but you're playing wow. as like john mcclain from um the die hard movies and every time you shoot somebody, you speed up. So if you like shoots, if you shoot two or three people, you start fucking flying across the map. But if you're not expecting it, you forget, and you're like, "I'm gonna run over here," and you're like, "Zoof!" And you're like, "Fuck!" I wasn't, <laughs> wasn't expecting that. Uh, so that was a fun mode. Uh, and then Rambo's gun game, where you have to get kills with every different type of gun, and every time you kill somebody they go down and then you take their gun. So you get like a flame or not a flame there. You get like a, like a pistol and then a spinny gun and all the different types of guns. And I, I was just having a fucking blast. Me and the group were just, just wetting ourselves, having so much fun. What I didn't realize was that you can mute the other team by pressing down on the right thumbstick. Uh, Cause there were a lot of sweaty mouth breathing boys. Uh, <laughs> who did not like as soon as they came into the lobby and could tell it was a bunch of females. We got a Mm. bunch of females, boys. Oh, we're going to have to show them how to play. They're probably playing with their vaginas. I don't know how they think controllers work. (laughs) Apart from the Love Honey ones, we're still available to sponsorship. Apart from the Love Honey ones. No rumble packs involved. Right? (laughs) But they were, they were all convinced that we were playing with our, our vaginas, a bunch of females. Uh, they all referred to us as females. The only time I've ever been referred to as a female is generally by guys who I'm sure are not being laid. Um, or the but doctor. yeah, we wiped the floor with them. Or the doctor, yeah. <laughs> but we wiped the floor with them generally, so it was quite fun. Um, yeah, it was good. It was it's a good game. Uh so the free play weekend ended and I think when I when my next audiobook lands I'm probably going to down like proper buy it and play it cuz it was it was good. There's so many different modes like mm, I, cool. I didn't play any of the campaign stuff, so I'll probably play that. 
Uh, and then Mass Effect, I'm still in game one doing all the side <laughs> missions. I'm waiting for that journalist lady to like pick me up on Citadel so like I can do all her little missions, but she hasn't. She moves like, to the Presidium, you know, like up where you go to see the console. She's originally yeah. in the wards and then she moved up there. Yeah. Is she not there? Well, I know I've been wandering around the Presidium as well and she hasn't like said anything. So I need her. Like, I think that's the last sort of side mission that I need. Yeah. Um, so I'm just at the point where like I haven't done Vermeer yet. Because once you do Vermeer, it sort of starts the rest of the stuff. So yeah. I haven't done that one yet. I think I've done all the side missions. But yeah, last time I did it, I forgot to do a save point right before Vermeer. And then I uh -oh. fucked it up. And I hadn't done all the side missions. And I wasn't happy with it. And I was like, no, I'm going to have to start over. And I just, I'm delaying because... I, I don't want to get to the end and have to choose from them fucking endings again. Because I still don't know which one. I still don't know which one. I don't like, I like any the of them. One. I like the synth one for some reason. I just mm -hmm. think it's like the best of all worlds. Kind no, of. but it's the one Saren wanted. And it, it irks me to pick the same one the bad guy wanted. When it comes to Mass Effect, I always play the first one like as a goody two. Yeah. yeah, and then the second one I play like bad boy. Mm. Oh, do you? Yeah, because I feel like he's mad. Like, Cerberus yeah, fucked with you. Yeah, I'm mad yeah, that yeah. Cerberus fucked with me. I'm I'm mad that like you know the alliance and stuff is kind of like just just left me to it. Do you know what I mean? Like not yeah. they're not there for me after everything. Mm -hmm. I've lost all allies and stuff, apart from when. And then the third one, I play a little bit more gray because it's like the universe at stake and everything else. So I want to be that good guy and I want to save the universe because that's who I really am. But at the same time, like that's there's still that like trauma from the second game that's still like like you know why should I do this stuff? Because like you guys fucking dead sort. Great, mm. mm. you see the options in the second one are awesome. So much fun. Never played Renegade. This comes down back to that one we were chatting about a game and crushes, and I have unrealistic boyfriend expectations because John Shepard's my big boyfriend. Same. Do you I see unrealistic boyfriend expectations? That was. Do you know that moment on this podcast made me have like an epiphany about my life? Whenever you guys did that, because I never thought about that before. So I really had to go and sit, I I had to actually go and sit down for a wee minute after the podcast and really think about that, and I was like, oh fuck. Oh, I've really <laughs> fucked myself up here. <laughs> These poor people that have gone out with me and have had to listen to me. I mean, if you've if you've dated me in the past, I'm sorry. Just <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm sorry that you're not Locked John Shepard. Don't worry. I'm just sorry that you're not John Shepard. <laughs> um, I I was playing Mass Effect as well at Sparse Sparse, and what I sort of didn't realize or forgot was because I've got a terrible memory is. Cerberus was in it from the start they referred mm -hmm. to them in the first game but I never picked up on that before until this time playing and then the other thing was I've just played um, is it Pharos the the facility yeah. where you meet Benezia mm -hmm. and uh, oh my fucking god the feels like, did you take Benesi. Liara with you? Oh, Jesus. I was like, oh, my God. This is yeah. just so heartbreaking. 
Uh, it's just such a well-written game. Mm. It's so good. It is so good. And then you have the choice to release the Rack and Greener or not. And I was just like, oh my God, this game gives you the opportunity to euthanize a whole race of, that's right, word right, yeah. euthanize a whole race of um, aliens that have actually just been brought back because these people are fucking with them. Like, it's your choice. Obviously, I let her go. I was Obviously. like, no, let her go. Yeah. Same. Yeah, totally let her go. And I was like, yeah, fuck you. Fuck you. If anybody in the Citadel found out about this, they're going to have my head, but fuck you guys. I had Liara and Rex with me, and Liara's like, it's all feels because she's with her mom and like talking to her mom. And then I've got Rex. He's like, my people died killing all them fuckers. You don't know what you're doing. So like I try to bring the people with me that like are most involved in whatever mission I'm doing. Yeah. Just to, just to see their reactions. It's really fucking cool. But it's Rex was wrong. Movie. Like I can't kill a whole fucking species just because she didn't know what was going. She was a fucking egg, man. Yeah. Huh. And she was really nice as well. I really liked yeah. her. And like yeah. she comes back in the third one to help. Yeah. Oh. Oh, what even? I'm being mean, Rex. <laughs> Rex is great. I love that character. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's too funny. He's one of my favorites. I haven't had a lot of chance to play a lot of video games lately, just because of work and mm. summer stuff and all that kind of thing, kind of revving back up. But I've been playing a bit more of the Magic: The Gathering card game with my oh, friends. Oh yeah, it's cool. Um. Hmm. And we had an interesting game actually last night. I had a friend over. We were playing. Um, one of my partners was playing a deck that uh, I made. And um, so normally in this game, when you're playing a multiplayer game with everybody, you have about 40 life. That's what you start off with. And the whole goal is to get somebody down to zero life and you can knock them out of the game. Mm -hmm. At the end, she got the exact right combination of cards and another player had another card out that stopped us from being able to do anything. So this perfect storm happened where she was able to knock each one of us out of the game one by one. And at the end of the game, she had 24,000 life. Oh my yeah. God. Hi. It was just, it was just this perfect combo of cards and we were just laughing our asses off. We're sitting here trying to calculate because she had this thing where every time she attacked, she would gain more life. And we were starting to the point where we were asking Google like to do the math because I have a Google Home type setup and oh, yeah. to do the math to figure it out. And in the end, we were just laughing our asses off because mm -hmm. she had 24,000 hit points and we were just like, well, that was a short game. That's and, uh, it was it was a great moment, but uh, yeah, that's pretty much. Uh, I want to get in some more video games, but it's just hard to find some time right now. Yeah, yeah, Adulton sucks, doesn't it? Pretty much. Yes, what it is. I know. Beauty? If only we could just pay our mortgage with video games. Oh my god, that would be amazing. We need um, to be all like high-end Twitch streamers to do that. Yeah, that's true. So I've played nothing. For, <gasps> like three weeks. <laughs> Is that a Bethesda game? Huh? Todd Howard would break that. Like three, yeah, it's been three weeks since the last episode that we did. And I was talking about how I was trying to play a bit of Mass Effect, but then I fell asleep and I drove myself off the cliff. Oh, you drove your warthog yeah, off the, or yeah. your Mako off the yeah, cliff. Off the cliff. That was the last time I played anything. Literally, been about three. Oh. I think so. Tonight is going to be the night, I think. Um, yes. I'm going to, when I get off here, I'm going to make myself some baked potatoes with chili. 
and then nice. uh, and then I think I might play. If not, I'm off tomorrow. So while the washing's doing and stuff, I'm gonna. I'm gonna... I've just been exhausted. It's been so busy. Well, hospitality is like crazy at the minute. Mm. Obviously, I love the profession. I've been in it like twelve years now. Third. Um. But since pandemic and since Brexit, like it's really hard in hospitality at the minute because um, from the Brexit side of things, you've got all the the non-nationals that used to work in hospitality that have decided to to go home or couldn't get remain status and stuff. Um, and then since the pandemic, people have been sat at home, like they've got other jobs, they've gone to work for, you know, as as delivery drivers for Amazon or in local supermarkets or whatever it is that they've done and they've just kind of gone hey like i can do nine to five and get just as much money doing this rather than going to work 13 hours a day in a really hot kitchen like as chefs or you know doing split shifts as a waiter Mm. crazy hours as a manager and stuff and it's just it's really hit hospitality hard so coming back into it there is a huge staff shortage across the whole industry like everyone's in the same boat so it's just been a bit difficult the last few weeks mm. but we're past that first couple of weekends where everybody goes crazy and they're like oh it's freedom like we can just go out and do whatever we want yay and now it's kind of falling back into a, a more regular rhythm of like your corporate people coming monday to thursday and then thursday friday saturday being more more uh, leisure guests and stuff people everything else um so- Hopefully, my life's going to settle down. I hope so. I hope we get some gaming in tonight. Yeah. Oh, oh so here's a Triforce thing. Nice. Uh, that doesn't look like there. my scissoring thing at you all. Were. That makes sense now that I see it. Yeah. Thanks, DM. Um, DM's looking forward to the Ninja Gaiden collection, as it's been way too long since he's played them. Um... Some games coming out this week that I'm super excited about are Final Fantasy VII Integrated with the UP DLC on the 10th. And apparently Ratchet and Clank's coming out this week as well. But Final Fantasy tops it for me. Um, but yeah, I've been playing Resi 2 on stream and off stream Mass Effect. Got like a million games. I'm starting a backlog now, Beardy. Someone wants me to stream Bayonetta. A few people want me to stream that. So it was on sale on the PlayStation Store and I bought it. And I, and I was like, oh, fuck. I'm starting a backlog. This is yeah. <laughs> I'm going to become beardy with the backlog. So, yeah. You know what you need? Yep. You need the GG app. Yeah, I think I need to start that. Yeah. Cracking way. Yeah, that's cool. Right, my beautiful people, I think that's got us to the actual end of the episode because I forgot about what you played before. <laughs> right, um, thank you everyone that's watched live. If, we're, if you're listening to us or watching us on YouTube or Twitch after, uh, feel free to DM us um, at our own Twitter handles, um, your proudest gamer moments, or DM the Gamers Assemble at Gamers Assemble on uh twitter Everything. or instagram or gamersassemble at gmail.com uh let us know your proudest moments in gaming and we will give you a shout out at the start of the next show which we will need an episode plan for as well so if there's anything in relation to pride month or not that you would like to see us cover as a topic 
please reach out to us individually or to the main group and we will make that happen for you. For you. For free. For you. Right. For now, say goodnight, Llama. Hi, Llama. <laughs> say goodnight, Beauty. Oh, it's getting dark outside. The night doth draw in. Hmm, my eyes are sleeping. Night. What's that? <laughs> say goodnight, Bud. Oh my god, that was fucking funny. Good night, but <laughs> <laughs> I've been your host, Mr. Ticket Time himself. Thanks for watching. Until the next time the gamers assemble, keep calm and game on. Oh, we were all in sync then with that. That was amazing. Yeah, no play. <laughs> <Not that. laughs>